Connest how are ye? Welcome to the Candlelit Tales podcast and the pre-show chat of our mythic places that we're starting a new series on. I'm sitting down in the Shafis. My name is Aaron and I'm sitting with my sister. And my name is Erica and it has been a while. Since I've been in the Shafis. It has it's been, been a while. You were replaced by a wooden bull for quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a prop from a show in November that we forgot about <laughs> altogether. Know? Do you know who didn't forget about it? Well, I did. <laughs> I forgot about it. Don't leave it in my shop as Aaron. I won't be able to use my shop as Aaron. You should have told me about it for <laughs> many just, months. That... I just stopped using my shop as, to be honest. Yeah, I did notice that, actually. In I, fairness, I the internet reception out here is also, like, catastrophically bad. So I can't actually be on calls here, even though uh, I have a nicer backdrop. It, I realise yeah. that. Yeah, your backdrop and your... It's fine. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. It's fine. It's the back of my couch and the bottom of two paintings. We should probably stop talking about backdrops since we're not actually recording video. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Were we meant to have a GoPro? We probably had uh, plans to have it. Anyway, look, oh, we're uh, we're prepping because we have a pre-show chat, a pre-series chat to talk about to get our heads into traveling around the country a little bit because we're we've been requested a few times and this is a bit of a call out or a call to action because we're really curious uh, to hear from you guys anyone who has specific stories from locations or areas that you know about that you would like us to talk about you would uh, specifically want to hear us tell tell that would be great to hear from you uh, because we're constantly looking for stories. We're always regurgitating, reusing, recreating and reimagining stories that we've either done before or are finding new ones or coming to because we still have a long list to get through. But right now we want and we want to do this for a while is a bit of a, well, a tour around Ireland to some of the, the mythical places and tell their stories. So this is what this series will be about. Circa, what places will the next three episodes well, we, the next four episodes, actually, we decided oh, yeah. we would kind of look at, like, start off with some of just the sort of the greatest hits, like the places that people know about in Ireland, the places that people visit in Ireland. The tourist the attractions. places come to. <laughs> the tourist attractions. You're spiking that audio small, but no. Sorry. My well, shout vocals. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, that's what happens when you start shouting tourist attractions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, well, I suppose it is also the, the you know, it's, it's a nice one because we're very close to Blarney. We, we grew mm. up in Cork, very close to the um, Blarney Stone and went there many times. And Yeah, we've in, been. We've been a few times. We've both. Well, last year I was there, like, constantly because it was... I was during the whole lockdown situation and I was locked down in Cork and kept that on going is... over to Blarney for big long walks because the park and area is beautiful, the landscape, the forest around it is gorgeous and just the old, old, old... Did they let people in? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's all paid. You have to pay I through know. a fence, which I, I, I have a certain... Um, well, Murr always give, gave out about that because there wasn't like a local discount, like, yeah, yeah. which is kind of, yeah, I, I get where she's coming from we, on that. But at the same time, people have to make a living. And stuff. We did blag our way into a number of ways of getting the discount because my dad had one kind of pass that he got from somebody with who gave it to him for a while or something. And uh, then we got a kind of a pass. So anyway, we kind of, we fandangled a way to get in. Usually when I was a teenager, if I was ever going to the place, I was going in by the river because there was a way you could just kind of not even hop a fence there was no fence it was just there's a little river and there's there's a little bridge and there's a few trees that it looks it looks a bit dangerous you know it looks like you fall 
Yeah, you, you it looks pop. like you'll fall into the river, but honestly, when you're 14... Just a skip and a jump. There's no... Even if you were going to fall into the river, you'd nah. probably fucking bounce. Yeah, exactly. It's grand. <laughs> so um, we bounced along there a few times and kind of got in. And it was very exciting to be in there. But, like, it is beautiful because there's, like, there's a really old... Um, uh, what's it called? Stan- um, burial circle? No, burial? the burial... The cemetery? Burial stone. Burial stone. Burial stone. The right. standing stones. Standing, standing stone. Standing stone. Okay, we um, got there. We got there. We got there. We got there. Brain is a little bit fucking. Listen, we're both a little bit fucking brain dead. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But there is a really old uh, standing stone there, like massive, huge stone from Megalithic Med- period, and then around the area. Period. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna say it again. The megalithic. Megalithic. I said megalithic. <laughs> I said megalithic. All right. So you're spiking when you when you mock me. Stop spiking. Um, walking into Blarney. Okay. So you see the castle. You see the landscape. You see the forestry. There's lots of places to walk, and also you know there's a few stories connected to it. I have previously gone in rabbit holes of looking up. Uh, you know where the McCarthys found the little interest. Yeah, their own personal banshee. Their own personal banshee. Who was kind of a helpful banshee who did more than foretell death and actually gave them a little bit of a dig out one time when they were preparing for a court case, which we'll get into, which I'll get into this time actually, and see if you know we can find dig up some other lore about Blarney and its its environs. And again, um, the the word then, Blarney itself is to be shy talking. Basically. Absolutely. So I, I I just love the fact that there's a place in Ireland called basically shy talk. Um, you know. Well, I feel like it was probably called Blarney already, and uh, then Queen Victoria made or whatever Queen it was. I think it was Queen Victoria, but that also might be because I only know one Queen. One queen really. Elizabeth as well. There is also Elizabeth. Yeah. Was it Elizabeth or I Victoria? Think it was Elizabeth. Yeah, that's do the you know what? Victoria's too recent. Victoria's yeah, yeah, yeah. too recent. It couldn't no, have been Vicky. It was Elizabeth, it was Elizabeth um, one, two, or three. I don't think I think I think the current Elizabeth is maybe the third. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention to these things. In, in which we display our phenomenal, honestly, phenomenal. deliberately cultivated ignorance about the royal family. Anytime phenomenal anybody ignorance. tells me anything about the British royal family, I go into my brain and I delete it. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you end up just accumulating a load of knowledge that annoys me to have. Yeah, it's not. I it's feel not like pleasant. it's colonizing my brain, and I'm like, and no. There's been enough colonization. I'll tell you that much. Get, get out of here, <laughs> all of you. None of you are allowed. All of you anymore. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Um. So we'll we'll be we'll be like looking at um, again. Like Blarney itself is is such a beautiful place to to be in. It's such a massive. It used to be. There was quite for two years obviously people have come back to Ireland so this is the idea now to kind of like give a little bit of background to the places that people will will be going to so they might be able to listen to a little bit of local lore about and legends about the areas that are interesting so yeah. Blarney is you know obviously you get, well like the thing is as well when you get to these places there's a lot of like a lot of the visitor centre stuff has like archaeological information historical information mm-hmm. they've got that very well covered 
and I'm happy for them because I'm bad at it because mm-hmm. I don't remember as as we're displaying as brilliantly. We're displaying brilliantly by not knowing which queen is which. Not. Yes. Um, <laughs> we are we are not great on the whole history thing, but also this is why it's not a history podcast. <laughs> if this there are great Irish history podcasts, there are. and one of them is literally called the Irish History Podcast, and one Very of them good. is Shite Talk Irish History. Um, we we had those lads on; they're great. great. Um, but yeah, we're not historians; we're bad at it. Uh, we are, but we are kind of like interested in some of the stories behind it and some of the lore behind it and some of the folk tales behind it because also like the interesting thing is that sometimes the folk memory can persist little nuggets of information that are much 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 later than verified and confirmed by the archaeologists as is something that happened with Newgrange which is the other one of the other locations that we're going to be spending a bit of time on over the next few weeks um, where there were like ancient like folk tales in the area about how some of the stones were brought by the two of the from the Moran Mountains. And then when they actually excavated it in the 1960s, it was like, true. oh, there were stones there that actually came from the Moran Mountains. Yeah, the, I, Moran Mountains and the Wicklow Mountains, I think, are the two places that they, they came there was, from. There was but another, there was... but I can't remember where it was. But yeah, there was there were there were like, you know, those kinds of ideas of folk memory persisting. And yeah. there were stories of giants being burned in cups inside the, the mound and they found there were cremation, uh, you know, basins in yeah, there yeah, yeah. that and had so, some creative cre- cremated remains in them so there's kind of like cool little bits where it's like the folk memory persists for literally in that case millennia like right. thousands of years Newgrange was built and about a hundred years later it was sealed up and four thousand years later it was dug up and all that time people were telling that story about the two of Dedan and bringing the mountains bringing the rocks from the Moran Mountains yeah, and, and it turned out that they were fucking right. And there's there's something about like places with a lot of, you know, you can call it spiritual power. You can call it like resonance from just events happening, occurrences. You know, uh, people gathering and ritually do, practicing things um, there that have basically a lasting effect on the place because you you know, you can feel it when you walk into it and those stories that are built up around as a result of or potentially before it led to people yeah. there that type of thing chicken egg on what what came first <laughs> obviously but yeah. the, the the stories are what lasts and the, you know going back to blarney you know people still queue up I to kiss we the stone <laughs> no but like just that on the last on the last point of like that's where people kiss the stone is to get the gift of the gab and why yes. you get the gift of the gab but like that's the that's the Blarney thing is like that is a historical story. Sure. Like it is, you know, it's linked to Cleona, who is one of the old goddesses who is much older. I think the kind of fascinating thing about the folk memory stuff is when it, when it way predates anything that's written down. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. you know, four hundred years versus four thousand years is just like a, an order of magnitude. For actual kind of factual information to be passed down, yeah, I think is really interesting. As like you know, no, and again, Newgrange and that that's the that area. If you go in there again, lovely, beautiful visitor center. They've all the history. They've all the history. They've all the dioramas of the Neolithic people and the megalithic yeah, people. Absolutely, and you and you kind of walk up there and you actually seeing it, sensing it, walking around, sitting next to the stones that have been carved thousands yeah. of years. You know, 
like seeing the just still the same things you see in your own mind's eye when you close your eyes or you're you're visualizing and, and you're kind of doodling on your pen and you just doodles little scrawls Perhaps little squirrels a few, few, yeah, mushrooms. Few, few of them mushrooms maybe yeah a little bit of mushroom tea yeah a bit of mushroom tea there a little bit of mushroom tea there now a little bit of spirals into your peripheral yeah, vision yeah, there exactly, just yeah, kind yeah. of you wouldn't know show, showing you the shape of the universe Absolutely. making you th- think about all those people years ago seeing the same thing yeah but it is like it's linked so we're so linked throughout time and, and to go to the, a place like that which resonates with something really strong and you kind of we can't have an idea of exactly what it looked like because obviously they restored it and they made a bit of a guess and they put this beautiful white facade on the front of it yes. as what they thought it might have been looked like. But of course, it was just a hill for so long that it looked like well, it a was, strange yeah. looking hill. Which yeah. is the interesting thing about that whole necropolis, mm-hmm. which is that whole area of like Bruna Boina. Because Newgrange is the most kind of like well restored, well excavated, yeah. well known because it has that you know, winter solstice. The sun hits the back uh, inside the tomb. But like there is so many mounds as well as new, the three main ones of Newgrange and Nouth and Douth. There's also hundreds. And during the drought a few years back, they found out that there were dozens and dozens and dozens more than anybody had any idea of mm. because people flying over <laughs> with drones uh, this was kind of a news story a couple of years back in Ireland and I can't remember I think it was in 2020 I think it was I think I remember reading it during the lockdown but then I don't I was never very good with time time and is difficult the last two or three years have made that much much worse <laughs> I can't remember actually when that, what summer that was yeah, just yeah. that it was a hot dry summer and they these remains became visible from aerial photographs and because people were actually flying drones and had drones that they could take aerial photographs with suddenly way more of them were discovered to be there um and obviously like it's it's a place of you know it's, it's a place of real beauty it's a place of real yeah. kind of some form of spiritual power you go there you can kind of feel it it definitely resonates in the land around it and it's kept cleared and Newgrange is excavated Douth isn't and the farmer owns that or the landowner who owns that it won't let that be excavated because it feels a bit creepier there's like there's a life and death kind of story relating there's a bit to of a life and, and death thing going on there Nouth and Douth and it's again you can walk around it you can spend time there and it's 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 interesting just to sit in those places and feel mm. the resonance with the the the, the power of 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 ancient you know it's just it goes yeah. back for so long ago people were coming here ritually for so long and well, people were like that's the inter- that's what's kind of fascinating about it is because people were coming here long 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 ago it was an area of intense ritual activity and then it completely stopped mm-hmm. for 4000 years yeah that's nuts and now it's kind of it has begun to be an area of focus again so like the fact like what's what I think is really fascinating about that place is that is there is that break in continuity for an incredibly long mm. time. And then and then it kind of coming back to. But while while it was still a site of kind of mystery and a little bit of like there was a lot of superstition around it. There was a lot of like but there was there was no continuous practice. 
Nobody was continuing to go there for those four thousand yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, they, they, like, they fully stopped using it. Yeah, and again, the the stories of the people under hill, like that, this makes so much sense because you see these strange rounded mm. hills that are like that. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's something underneath it. There's and it, there is. <laughs> and those <laughs> those passage tomb builders who were in Ireland before the Celts were, mm-hmm. and who the Celts had that kind of like reverence but wariness around because of they, like these were the people that were displaced these yeah. were the people that were you know driven away and these were the people that like their mark on the landscape persists and like for Celts who didn't build with stone like if you think about the Celtic peoples and the big difference there like they didn't build their halls with stone yeah it was all wood like when the French monks came to build up to build Melifont Abbey that was their big thing was like you guys don't quarry. You guys build with, with wood and mud and straw and kind of like a kind of a concrete. But like you don't, they didn't, bi- they didn't build yeah, the in the same way. The water, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. Which is kind of like weird to think about now when you're like, oh yeah, there's all of these stone passageways mm-hmm. that they weren't, had nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with them. And also the fact like that the sheer almighty like power of moving rocks from the mm-hmm. Mormon mountains, huge boulders over vast distances, like, you know, to doing it today would be a monumental uh, feat, like with a lot of machinery. So how in the name of whatever is up there that they did it, you know, it, it does kind Who of, knows? yeah, it. It kind of boggles the mind, but then again, there's sometimes like I remember they they were because they worked out how the how the they did it in Egypt. I think they did. Yeah, yeah. but they they did. Aye. Wet sand. Aye, yeah, I mean, if you wet the sand. Maybe maybe they were just telepathic. They know? have. Hang on, wet sand. Explain wet sand. I was I wasn't listening. No, they worked, again. They worked out how they moved the blocks to the pyramids in in, in Egypt. Wet sand. Wet sand. How do they? What? what? There's. The explanation involves physics. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm not going to get into it because it would take too long. Not because I don't know how to explain it. But here's the important thing. Wet sand. There were... You shouldn't have started this. <laughs> you should have just left it as a mystery. It's a big mystery. There were hieroglyphs oh, yeah. of people sprinkling sand. something on the sand. Uh-huh. Some liquid uh-huh. on the sand. Uh, the and when they worked out that there is actually a way of making the block slide if you wet the sand in front of it, it was like, oh, that's a fucking how-to diagram that nobody knew how to decipher for a very long time. Uh, we're not. We're definitely not going to compare the like the lads that were you know, with, with the Egyptians because there's Aaron's a whole. pretending this is more confusing than it is. I'm just saying. All I was saying it's not was that confusing. The Egyptians were a far fucking bit ahead technologically, and you know everything else, Lily. <laughs> then what's going on in Ireland? Like civilization-wise, uh, art-wise, you know, Newgrange like, and the pyramids. Sure. Not that. Sure, but uh, and uh, there is a theory that like Newgrange is pointing at the. Um, the I think they're both star maps. Right. And they're both star maps. If you look at the if you look at the placement of the pyramids versus the placement of the night sky as it was when they were built. I was looking at and similar with the with the Boyne Valley um, monuments. Uh huh. Um, and the Boyne a, being the Milky Way, like. Ah, uh, very good. Because uh, there was a link between uh, Newgrange, Stonehenge, uh, 
Paris and Egypt. All right, that's they're all lines mean. linking up, and you're like, okay, but you can draw that's lines. A, that's a ley line. You can draw a line between any two dots, really. It yeah, yeah, prove yeah. Anything. But uh, yeah, I, I guess again, can I go back to like, okay, so except that it's cool and makes you go, ooh, maybe, but right. you know. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. maybe not. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> True. So anyway, right? where I always get to with this stuff, where it's like, yeah, maybe, but also, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we can't. Can all. Can't make. T- so, which is also why we're not trying to make any definitive. This story means this, and it's definitely exactly what happens, and it links to this thing one hundred percent. Yeah. Because we don't know what we think is they're cool. And also, these places are cool. <laughs> stories are cool, places are cool. We're not talking about stories and places. Ah, and we're genius. talking about stories and places because we think they're both cool. And also, I think there's something about like, I have... So cool. Really? There's something... I have so cool. You are so cool. There's something about Sorry. telling the story at the place. Yeah. Like I've told the Giant's Causeway st- story at the Giant's Causeway. Nice. And it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And I've told some of the stories, um, a couple of different, there's, there's not not a huge number of them, but like we've both had opportunities to go to the place where the thing oh, happened. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, and be like, it was fucking here, yeah, guys. Yeah, telling, it was right here. And I, you know, Maka telling the, the yeah. naming of how Maka got the name, you know, of our Maka up in, um, yeah, like that area. Up in Navenfort. Navenfort, thank yeah. you. Um, Brilliant, and same with Crookan Ike, but out in the garden. Um, there, there is really strong to be able to, yeah, like you say, be near the place. And, like, I guess because we'll be touching on, on uh, Giant's Causeway as well and telling that story, which is just like, again, it's this miraculous looking thing. It, it's unexplained, and yet there's a story there to explain it. There's a story there to yeah. try to explain it because it's beyond some form of appreciation or comprehension. And, and it looks made up. Yeah. The Giant's Causeway. In that it, it can't it looks like it couldn't possibly be made by nature. Yeah, it looks which contrary to Newgrange, which looks like it couldn't possibly be made by nature and wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Giant's Causeway looks like it po- couldn't possibly be made by nature, but it actually was. Yeah. <laughs> it fully just was. Just totally was. It's just it's just Volcanic. volcanoes and oceans and things cracking in, in patterns that look like they must be deliberate. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. but you know, there is similar rock formations over in Scotland and so somebody went, wait a minute, if I were a giant. If I were a giant. And I had to build a causeway oh. and I quarried rock in a particular shape. That all lines up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that one, I guess well, the, and, the and causeway then, one is yeah, like. The causeway one is, it's a very, it's very in that mythic tradition of like, I think there's not that many stories in Ireland that follow that line of thinking where it's like, here is a natural phenomenon and here is a story to explain it. Right. Or here is a natural thing and here is a story to explain it. Whereas in a lot of other, like if you look at Greek myth, you've got like, there is the guy riding his chariot across the sky. That's why the sun goes like that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot more. the nose. Whereas like, (laughs) come, come back to Newgrange again, like the, you know, there's, 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 here you could possibly people have postulated whether or not the the moon is represented by uh, Ethane in 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 the, the fact that she yeah, changes the color story between and, yeah. night and day and and you're like okay that, that's 
definitely a projection, but it could make sense, could be right. It's, it's, it, it's joining dots. It's joining dots, do which we of. do it all the time. And I, like, I love hearing it because it does stimulate a kind of like, oh, that's, that's interesting. It's a nice way to, of perceiving it and looking at it and, and seeking out, is were these astrolog- astrological kind of phenomenons at the time too big to record in a kind of a, wow, something mad went up in the air? Which so to, to retain it, you have to make a bigger story about it, like the story of Ku Cullen and his, you know, flaming uh, fire going or this bulging one eye and tiny back eye, maybe or the tiny eye that was at the back of his head, <laughs> yep, and yep. the flame going around this? his hair. It, it potentially could be a, could oh, be a comet, the comet, like thing. describing a comet yes. rather than Ku, like his rage. Uh, and then again, Lou, when it came back. Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. There's a so, whole idea that Lou and Kukulin were comets. Um, yeah. And that's where their stories came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so Lou, again, was, Lou was a really bright comet. And then when it came back around again, they were like, ah, Lou's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with, a, with a fiery head. Um, <laughs> whereas Lou was like shining as bright as the sun, but right but from the wrong side of the sky, where they yeah, were like, it's yeah. dawn, but it's not. This is weird. But it's weird. And but so, it's like, not. we're kind of trying yeah. to keep those moments in some in some form of a past, in the oral tradition of passing on information. Yeah. But, but also there's like a kind of an encoded metaphor in the stories as well of like yeah, astronog- astrological and astronomical um, phenomenon. Phenomena. I knew you were going to do that. I didn't. Yes, um, it did. it, the yes, only negative part of being in the shafts again is so it can slap me again. And I uh, didn't slap you except twice. Except, except <laughs> twice. I mean, and, and you were in the middle of something, so I didn't bring it up at the time. I didn't slap you except twice. Um. Snap <laughs> it. Anyway. Um, so we're going to be telling, uh, the again, the kind of creation story of and where... And not hard. Yeah, my... Just, Still violence, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we, sh- we don't agree with violence. Any <laughs> form of slapping. No slapping around here. Not that I'd mention anything topical like that. To do with anything specifically. But being slapped. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't condone violence. It's so. occasionally necessary when people are fucking talking over you. <laughs> I'm, I for one am appalled I'm shocked and appalled and yeah, I am yeah, going to yeah. stand up you against should look, you should look into non-violent communication <laughs> clearly you should <laughs> yeah, I'm not the one to look into it um, so yeah we're going to be looking at the Boan as well and, and the kind of the, the river goddess the Boyne being like so heavily linked to Newgrange but there's some really really interesting stories about the Angus Og living or getting Bruno the Boyne and be giving him or yes. tricking we're going to have a like Boan era at Newgrange and we're going to have an Angus era of Newgrange yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's kind of two different you know ways we could look at it because different people have occupied the place at different times but it was it is called Bruno the Boyne it's Boan's kind gaff of, it's Boan's gaff and yeah. then Angus gets it because because some stuff happens he's, and you'll find out yeah very soon um, and he's only gorgeous and um, then after that, we have some ideas. Uh, we're not going to get into them now, no, but we, we have some ideas. We do. And we also would like, yeah, as Aaron said at the top of the podcast, to hear from people if you guys have like places that you find intriguing or you're thinking, there's a bit of a story about this place, but I don't know the full story. Mm-hmm. Or I have heard the bones of a story about this place and I don't really know any more about it. You know, let us know. Reach yeah. out, get in touch, write a comment, uh, send an email. Um, um, you can get in touch by going onto our website, www.candletales.e and fill out the contact us form or going onto Instagram, 
Facebook, Twiddle, Dumb or Twiddle We never check Twitter. I do every now and again. Oh, do you? Every now and Jesus, again. Jesus, fair play. Um, I didn't know you checked Twitter. I thought I thought it was just kind of sitting there. It, it does. Was, I thought it was sitting there fallow like my Instagram account, which is just like exists. You have two Instagram accounts. to be tagged in. You set up two Instagram yeah. accounts. And I put one photo on one and I put two photos on the other. Yeah. And I don't know. check either of them. It's so confusing. <laughs> The like, one delete one of them for the love of God. I don't. I don't know. I, I that would require me to log on to Instagram, which I won't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm the one. The one that is the valid one is the one that has the one photo of the tiny pumpkin. You know what? What I find funny is when people reach out and go, "Hey guys, not sure who I'm talking to here, but uh, blah 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 blah." If you contact us on Instagram, you can talk to me. You're okay? Talking to Aaron. <laughs> like, You're 100%. always talking to Aaron. You're pretty much always talking to Mar- me. That's true, unless. We literally make you talk to us. Or, I mean, make. Well, no. Talk so to. you sometimes you sometimes tell me what the message is, and then ask me how to respond. Yeah. And then I say, say this. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, if you want to ask us more questions, uh, yeah, or yeah, ask send me. It, ask send me. it to us. Ask and me. Send us your suggestions, <laughs> and send us your ideas, and send us your stuff, and we will we will take it and look at it. And if there's some, co- uh, uh, there's probably some cool stories out there. I imagine there are. I mean, we we we've kind of like the second part of this uh, series, written up kind of as a loose structure, but we want to kind of wait to hear back to see if there's any other ideas out there that we want to yeah. get on to or or do some of the next year so that we don't keep falling behind in our podcast yeah we're doing that a lot at the Ooh. moment we're very busy creating crew which is the old Irish word for creation and yes. it's uh, a beautiful story game based storytelling show that we're going to be bringing to schools in Dublin all over May Mm-hmm. And we're really looking forward to that. And that's why but we're... But it also means our dance card is like real full for May. So we're <laughs> trying to actually get ahead of ourselves for once in our lives. Um, Which we'll do our best with. So um, We will. Yeah. And thank you for listening. If you are a Patreon supporter, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. We if you're not a Patreon supporter, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash Candle Tales. Oh, you nearly tripped up there. I, I nearly, but Oof, I didn't. You had a bit of a stutter. <laughs> a bit. A bit. <laughs> But you can like and you can comment and you can subscribe. Subscribe. Say it again. Subscribe. Subscribe. One more time. Okay. I'm doing it French now. Sarah and Aaron have not had enough sleep, apparently. Sarah and Aaron have not had enough sleep, man. Yeah, we're cultivating a good insomnia. And then we had too much caffeine, and so now we're a little bit wired. Yeah. And Aaron keeps needing a slap. Um, I disagree on the final point uh, I don't need for a slap it's not on my list of things that I want nor need yeah you you might not want it stay in touch guys we'll talk to you next time <laughs> apologies for the very giddy uh, pre-show chats yeah talk to you soon see you next time you <laughs>